0: hello and welcome to the conscious of podcast this is a podcast that explores the interconnectedness of our health and the health of our horses through self care mindfulness and personal development along with a little equine wisdom and wellness I'm your host dr. Pamela Maynard I'm a published author and researcher equine body worker energy facilitator and I am passionate about deepening our connection with horses if you want a more meaningful relationship with your horse, it starts within yourself. So don't forget to go to ConsciousHoofBeat.com and sign up for our exclusive email list to get the Conscious HoofBeat monthly and start your journey today. Today I am bringing you the third episode in the WooWoo Woo Horse Care series, Last month, we got to learn through the lens of Masterson Method Certified Practitioner Lindsay Mandarin from Wyoming. And today, I invited Kate Nelligan from Longmont, Colorado, to join me in this third conversation around heart math and horses. Even though heart math is backed by over 25 years of scientific research, I decided to put it under the woo-woo series because I believe not a lot of people are familiar with heart math and horses, but more importantly, I want to raise awareness around the fact that many things that people consider woo-woo really aren't woo-woo per se, but rather we just aren't educated around it enough. Kate today is going to educate us about heart math and horses. I'm excited to welcome Kate Nelligan here. She is an equine assisted life and career coach with her company, Conscious Rockstar. Kate specializes in empowering men and women to live their lives that rock. Kate has her master's degree in spiritual psychology from the University of Santa Monica and brings this experiential learning and embodied wisdom to her work. Previously, Kate was the Vice President of Digital Marketing and Distribution at Lionsgate where she promoted thousands of films and uh, she is also a best-selling author and her stories can be found in the books Women Will Save the World and The Power of Being a Woman. She is also a motivational speaker and her TEDx talk is on The Pursuit of Perfection. Welcome, Kate Nelligan.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: I am super excited. I say this every time. I am super excited. Everything I, everybody I bring on, I'm super excited about. But I um, was telling you earlier that math keeps showing up for me, and then you showed up. So once again, I tracked somebody down on Facebook and made them come on my podcast. So thank you. Um. I wanted to start out by reading uh, the mission of the HeartMath Institute, which is to help people bring their physical, mental, and emotional systems into balanced alignment with their heart's intuitive guidance. And my understanding around HeartMath is it's like a biofeedback for emotional regulation and management. It's about reducing stress and really about deep, creating a deeper and more meaningful life experience and about strengthening our intuitive connection with our heart's wisdom and guidance. guidance. So beings, you are the expert. Can you elaborate on that a little bit and tell us exactly what is heart math and heart intelligence?
1: sure so i think of it you did such a great job explaining that and i think it's all of what you said and i also think it is the study and the science of the heart really as a brain and of these self-regulation self-soothing meditative type tools that really speak to the heart and what the heart can do for the body and the emotions and the mindset and in many ways, it really is the study and the research of, uh, of the heart and why it's so powerful and why we need to really consider it and use it more uh, than a lot of other things that we've been taught to do around mental or physical wellness. This is uh, another element of that.
0: So can you tell us, though, like, I mean, that sounds great, but why is this important to our work and relationship with horses?
1: Yes, so heart math is, is really a, the science and research of the brain, of the heart. And the horses, in my mind, are really heart-centered beings, right? Their hearts are five times the size of ours or more, and they're feeling beings. They make decisions and choices, and they work and live in the world based on what feels good to them. And based on the heart intelligence, they are not always thinking Uh, as the way humans are, they're they're not in their heads and they are making choices from really this coherence field of heart intelligence. And so if we really step into the space of heart math and heart practices, we can connect deeply with them. We can have better outcomes in training, in riding, in therapy work with them, in even healthcare of the horse when we come from this place of being more heart-centered rather than mind-centered
0: i love that and it's like i feel like sometimes it's like well we we know this stuff right right we know it but heart math just takes it all to a deeper level right
1: it does and what i love about heart math is it really does two things really well one of which is it shows you the research so it's science-based it's um it's evidence, there's evidence, there's uh, actual practices then that we can do aligned with that research to enhance the heart brain, right, the brain, and there's, there's really three brains if you think about our actual brain in our head, our heart brain, and our gut brain, and so it really is this focus on growing the heart space, which we haven't, you know, we've seen OB in your heart or you know, we've had all these conversations about soft skills and compassion and love, but this is really the science of the physical heart and what it is doing to the body, to our communication systems, and um, how it impacts our overall wellness. And so, that when we start to do things like heart breathing and when we start to do some of these practices, heart lock in and whatnot, the heart math has, when we're with horses, we can have really deep experiences with them and greater connections. But we also can start to feel better and our horses can also trust us faster. Um, We can bridge to them more quickly because we're speaking their language, right? We're in the energetics of the space they want us to be in. And I've seen this so many times in my own with horses is I'll go in and I'll be thinking a lot and they're not really coming up to me. And then I'll shift into my heart and I'll breathe through my heart. And the one I like is really practicing as though my heart has a mouth, like I will literally picture it, having a mouth Mm -hmm. and breathing in and out of that center. And you can notice very quickly, then horses will either immediately approach, they'll drop their heads and lick and chew. And um, you can notice that there's just this, you're almost like you've entered a different world, right? Like you've gone from New Jersey to California, they're different states. And you go from a mental state to a heart state, they're different states and you will notice that there are different uh, realities happening when you enter that heart state.
0: I love that you, your face lit up and you got all excited when you were sharing that. That's beautiful. So I, I guess I think it would be fair to say that the path to, to love and this experience is, is from this, this deeper level of heart math, right? So how do horses support humans on deepening their path to love?
1: I think in so many ways, that is the higher purpose of the horse, and it is our higher purpose to really get into states of loving. It's our true nature. It's our authentic self, and it is the truth of who we are. And so the horses, I think, you know, we have, quote unquote, used them for so long through transportation and war and sports and entertainment, and really their best usage, and I don't love that word, because it sounds like we are, there's a, there's a submission and dominating energy to it, but their best usage in many ways is this evolution of consciousness, which is really about the heart, which is really about love. And it's really bringing us from these lower states, right? And in power versus force, they talk about shame and guilt and these lower states of frequency and consciousness to the higher states joy, love, enlightenment, all of that. And in my mind, the horses live in those higher states. In my experience, that's where they are. And so we partner with them, right? As a coach, I partner with them as a healer. I partner with them to not use them, but to have them be essentially seen for their deeper gifts. And it is the evolution of love. They put us in our hearts. They get us to congruency. They get us to deal with our shadow and clear it out so that we can be these brighter beings shining in the world and loving from a fully integrated being of mind heart and body
0: yeah and isn't it interesting that you know we come into this world as these innocent children right but we don't end up as adults in that space so why do you think that we as humans have such a challenge with self-love and we need we have to have horses to teach
1: it to us (laughs) such a great question well i have a quote that i say horses really celebrate our authenticity and return us to our innocence because for me that when i thought about it that's what it is when i get into the purity of who we are as Divine beings having a human experience—that we are that purity, we're that purity of love, of light—and stuff can get in the way and interfere with it. Trauma certainly, and life and conditioning. But horses remain in that purity. I mean, they certainly horses can go through their own trauma, and they need support as well, right? They're sentient beings; they have their own lives, and the ones that have um, are pretty healthy and pretty stable they are able to access these states they ride between the worlds of being on earth but being fully connected to heaven and so they bridge really well and so they can help us bridge as well they can help us bridge from that long journey from the head all the way down into the heart they can help us go from being outside our bodies to being back in our bodies which is really where our power lies that's where our presence is and so i think um, they just have so much power and ability because of who they naturally are, who their natural essence is, their nature, as we are nature. But they're so connected to their physical being and also to their spiritual being. And so we have a lot to learn from them. And why, why do we need horses? Because they, in my mind, they're the masters. They have so much to teach and share around emotional mastery that we can learn from them. But they, uh, the reason why I think some of this is hard is because we haven't really had role models in our human world because the ego is so active, right? If 80% of our thoughts are supposedly negative, that's our default programming. We have a lot to overcome and we have to be compassionate with ourselves that we're just designed so differently than, than the tree and the horse because they live in that space of, um, of more feeling and being. And we, as humans, have lived in the space of doing and thinking, right. and so we really do have to shift.
0: And yeah, I don't know about you, but my mother never sat me down and taught me about self love. I mean, I mean, I have a doctorate degree. I did not have one class uh, on self love. Now, you, your degree is in spiritual psychology, so you might have had some training in self love. I did not get self love in any of my college education, and I think I find it really. Sad, right? That we just as a culture and society as a whole in our doing world, right? We just don't even go there. And yet, at the same token, I'm like so grateful that I have these horses and you know animals in general in my life that just naturally
1: taught that to me. Yes, I love it. And they do, that's why so many people, even if they didn't know about equine therapy, they always said their, their horse was their therapist because they could right. go and cry with their horse and feel like it didn't judge them. I know for me, the only way I kind of got through my awkward teen years was because I had horses in my life because there was so much self judgment and there, and peers were, couldn't be mean. And mm-hmm. I find that it was so helpful just to be around the animals because they were so loving, they're so non-judgmental uh, and I just felt heard and seen. And so that's why I love bringing them to people as a coach because when people feel heard and seen, they feel valued and when they feel valued they feel important and when they feel important they can do anything right and so but we have forgotten that because um most of us didn't have the parents that we wanted <laughs> or the best role models and as you said there's been no course in this thankfully now there's a lot of coaches and healers offering courses on self-love so we can easily step into that space but it is a journey we have to remember our true nature we have to decondition my master's program always called it. We have to unlearn all the stuff about who we are to remember who we really are.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Cause we really are, you know, on, on that level, we, we know who we are. We've just disconnected. And like Deepak Chopra always talks like we're already whole, right? You hear people like, Oh, my journey to wholeness. And I've said that too, but it's like, no, on, on that level, we're already whole. We just have to reconnect to it.
1: Yeah, which is what heart math does, and which is what the horses do. They help you reconnect in an instant to the truth of who you are. And I do find a lot of that happens through regulating the nervous system, getting into parasympathetic, where you can relax and breathe. And the breathing is the life force. And horses breathe with us. They meditate with us naturally. And in many ways, heart math is breathing and meditation practices. That's how I hold it, at least.
0: Yeah. And I, I would say, take it a step further that it's, you know, it's about that connection to nature. It's my connection to the divine. It's my, I always say horses are my spiritual practice that, you know, the barn, barn is my church basically. And when you're in that space, then you can reconnect with yourself. Um, I want to go back to talk a little bit about the research. A recent heart math study explained the biodirectional healing that happens when we are near horses. And according to researchers, the heart has a larger electromagnetic field and a higher level intelligence than the brain. And if you take a magnetometer, it can measure the heart's energy field and it radiates like up to eight, to ten feet around the body, which I think is pretty amazing, which is also what some people refer to as the aura, right? That's yes. the electromagnetic field. And, but what's even more fascinating to me is that the horse's heart is five times larger than a human heart. So, therefore, the horse's electromagnetic field is even stronger and can directly influence our own heart rhythm. Do you want to elaborate and speak to that a little bit?
1: Yeah, this is why I love the science because it shows you right away, this isn't just a thought, this isn't a theory, this isn't a philosophy, this is real that they've actually been able to study this. And what it does when we're in their field is it gets us to in my opinion, deal quickly with our emotions. So if there is grief, I mean, I was standing with my mare the other day and within seconds was just in touch with grief. And it's just so we can easily be with our emotions and let them up and out so that we're clear, so that we're clean. You know, we wash the dirt off of ourselves in a shower. Why wouldn't we do that with our emotions? Right. And so that if we already feel very, heart-centered and loving and powerful in our hearts as humans and we have such smaller hearts imagine then what's cap- what's possible with the horse and then imagine what's possible with a herd because I work with a herd so you've got five of these horses surrounding you with that much heart power and this is why people are like I don't understand why I'm crying I don't understand why I want to cry I don't understand why because stuff is just bubbling up to the surface to be dealt with to be cleared, to be healed. And we don't even have to know why or what it is. We just have to be willing to be with it and um, to let it go. It's just energy and motion is emotion. And it it really is important that we have emotional mastery. And I think that's what the horses are helping us with. And same with heart math um, because of that and understanding then how we show up in the world with our hearts. If our hearts feel guarded, we're going to have results because of that. If our hearts feel closed, Results because of that, if our hearts are open, different results. So it, it's a really great practice for people to see wow, I could be more like a horse with this open heart, beaming love into the world. And how would my results and my life and my relationships look different if I did that?
0: Yeah, beautiful. I, I want to sum it all up and talk a little bit about coherence and the coherent heart rhythm, our heart rate pattern. Can you take it from there? I don't, I mean, you're the pro here, so I want to, I just want to know more about it.
1: I love it. So part of what HeartMath has done is they have different technology. They have the M wave and they measure heart rate variability and they measure stress response. And so as we come into coherence, which is essentially in my mind, the actual um, status of, of, of peace, of presence, of calm, where things are flowing we're not guarded the heart's not you know and part of what i find has to happen in heart math and this has been my experience too is we do sometimes have to deal with what's there before we can get into coherence it's it's we can't jump we can't spiritually bypass to this place of like everything's fine i'm great everything's love it's like when you start to get into your heart and this is why people avoid it sometimes there is stuff there right old hurt that maybe needs to be felt and processed just comes up and we just let it go but then what happens is as we go into coherence what it does physically for the body is so powerful because it reduces you know the cortisol in it you come into parasympathetic um, uh, nervous system right and so there's so much that's happening with the heart rate and they've measured all of this and so it's really neat and part of what i would love to do more of is see more research and or be a part of more research when people are wearing the m waves and they're doing stuff with the horses because you can see where they come in beforehand and after. And we ask people, do you feel lighter? Do you feel different? And the answers are yes. But how can can we actually have the science to back that up so that we know we measure before they enter with a horse and after and know specifically what shifted for them?
0: Yeah, I always find that, because I always preach, you know, how important inner work is. Like if you want, if you want to, you got to learn to show up for yourself before you can show up for your horse and before your horse will show up for you. And, and it's hard. It's hard for people to do that inner work because you have, you are, you know, faced with your pain and you have to walk through that pain to get to the other side. And it sucks and it's challenging and people don't always want to do that. And a lot of times it's because they're alone. So by bringing in the heart math and the horses, you have that support, right? To get through that pain and get to the other side.
1: Yes. I love that. And that's often what we do need. It's, you know, it's very brave to do personal growth work. And it's very, I always say my clients are the bravest in the world because to show up with a horse, you're going to face yourself and you're going to sometimes face stuff you don't want to feel or you don't like and it can be really uncomfortable and or the horse i've had clients say that they've had to sit down because their heart was getting so blasted that it started they they literally started to either shake or start to have you know feelings and sensations in their heart all it is is it's just getting opened it's getting reprogrammed in many ways the way we can reprogram neural pathways in the brain the heart's getting reprogrammed. And so it can be uncomfortable, but having that support is awesome. And what's great if you're doing heart math on your own is you can measure where am I now? Oh, I'm not in coherence. And then the app actually shows you the ad heart, which is great. It's one of the parts of the um, certification. You can just be ad heart certified, which is a smaller step if you don't want to do the whole program. And you can learn to really understand where your coherence is at. And it shows you when you get into coherence and how long it takes. And so that is almost can be like a game that you can have, and you can just do it with that technology, um, or you can also do it with the heart with the horses. Uh, and I've people have said that they and I've watched it when they're doing heart breathing with horses. They just have the horse will come over to them more than anyone else in the group because they're in that space that the horses like. I call it the yummy spot for the horses because that's where they feel safest because we are in that space with them.
0: Yeah. And I feel like what you just described about these people having these sensations in their heart and have to sit down. And I, I suppose on some level, they're kind of like freaking out because they're feeling probably we're such a shut down society, right? Probably more so now, like, I feel—I always say like, we are more disconnected now than ever in this so-called connected world. And now we're having to go around wearing masks and staying you know six feet away from each other in this, we're just a sh- shut down there's people that probably go through their whole life shut down. So to actually like feel something. It's like, Whoa. <laughs> and, and, and if we look at our emotions wheel, right, we don't always know if it's, you know, like the bad emotions can mirror the good emotions and people aren't really sure where they're at on that scale. And again, that's where you need that support, right? Somebody to help facilitate that.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I find the best support that I love is someone that is, can hold such beautiful space, can make you feel safe, can ha- ha- hold the compassion, has done their own work, has done their own shadow work and been through, and is really feels okay with all emotional expressions. My master's program started me there. At first it was like, oh my God, there's so many people crying around me and I was really uncomfortable with it. Like I wasn't, I didn't let myself cry and it was weak when I was younger, but my master's program really helped me see how beautiful the emotions are and what's on the other side. And the only way we th- really through it is through it and to, to be um, willing to go for it. And so for me now it's, you know, I love holding space for people because I just see people getting free. I see their bravery and I see their willingness to get free of stuff that's holding them back or keeping them stuck. And we do, we connection, if we value connection, We often think we'll go network or we'll go meet people. And it is self-connection first, right? It's connection with our hearts and connection. The heart's an amazing portal to the divine and to our higher self, right? And our higher self is our intuition. And that's where we have so much good stuff coming to us and through us that we want to develop that relationship and that connection. Um, Then we feel less lonely. You know, then we feel like we have a guidance system throughout the day helping us. We wouldn't drive somewhere without knowing how to get there without our our maps, right? right? So this is having our inner guidance system turned on that is our map. It really helps us stay focused on what we want, how to call it in, you know, to get brave and step into meaningful work and better relationships and all of that. So yeah, support is huge and valuing connection is something that we have to do and we have to just be brave and find ways that we can... We can stay connected.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna go back to the thing about crying. You know, like our, our, ears said, oh, I didn't, I never cried because it's weakness or whatever. And and we we know all the sayings, and so a lot of them are directed more towards you know boys, but still, right? We're we're not comfortable crying in front of strangers or people. And I'm just not a pretty crier. I'm the one that you know, my face gets blotchy and my eyes are swollen, and I'm like, nobody needs to see me like that. But I can go out with my horses, right? And I can cry with the horses, or even my cats, and and or your goats, right? I love it. Kate has four therapy goats, by the way. If anybody <laughs> doesn't want to do horse work, you can do goat work with Kate, and. And they just, there's no judgment. I mean, we know that there's no judge around the horses, but they in themselves create that same that safe space. You're just the facilitator. You're just holding that space for people. But when they're comfortable crying, don't you feel that they're, it's because they're crying with the horses and the horses are holding them
1: up with, with their big hearts? Oh, for sure. For sure, holding them up. And just like, they're loving batteries. That's how I see them. It's just like, you can't not you can avoid the love by staying really busy with a horse. And I used to like, you know, just focused on outcome and, and being a hundred percent in the, like, we got to get stuff done today with the horse and you can bypass that heart connection. You can. But when I, when I see those people or they see me and I'm like laying down on the ground with my horse laying down and they're like, stop. And then like, what that's actually what I want. I forgot that that's what I wanted. My inner child, my younger self wanted that beautiful relationship with the horse. And I got totally sidetracked from it. But the horses are 100% loving us full out. And they love it when we can receive. So I often, one of the biggest things I'll do with clients is they want to go and touch a horse and start doing stuff with the horse. I'm like, can you just breathe and open your arms and just receive? And that's when the horses are like, yes, I have an entry point and they can touch their nose to your heart and activate it and help you to breathe into that center. I had a, a veteran come out to film once, me and, and my mare. And I said, can you go and just look at inside her eyes for a moment before we get started? And he did and he walked over and he just immediately started crying. And he walked away and I'm like, what's coming up for you? And he's just like, she sees my pain. And I'm like, yeah. How does it feel like to be acknowledged for that? And, and he was just like, and he could barely catch his breath because he was just so choked up. But I, I recently also bawled my eyes out with one of my horses and I made an audio called Permission to Cry because I because I know how I used to be. And it was like, nope, not doing it, right? It was so scary to, again, being brave and just being willing to let loose with these animals. And it is safe space. Like. And it is nice sometimes that they can't talk, right? They can't tell you like, hey, get it together. <laughs> like Out loud, I should say, of course right. they're talking, but out loud in human language, right? And so you can just have that silence in so, in so many places. That is when we can hear them. And almost all the time, they just have really beautiful words of love for us when we really do hear them and we listen. But yeah, they're, they're potent. They're potent medicine in my mind.
0: Oh yeah. I I call on my horse medicine all the time. And like, I get really grumpy in winter when I don't get my horse medicine. I mean, yeah, I can go out and, you know, they get fed and, but to really have that quality of time where I don't have to worry about getting frostbite to be out with my horses and I don't get my horse medicine. I am grumpy pants. Like, yeah. And sometimes like I'm usually aware of it, but sometimes I'm just like, wait, I have to check in and be like, what's going on? I'm like, Oh, you haven't had your horse medicine for a while, Pamela. And then once I have that awareness around it, I can deal with it, but I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it at all. I, I can't imagine boarding my horses out ever again. And I just, I love just looking out the window and seeing them because, yeah, that electric, that electric magnetic field, even though they're out there, it's still, they're here with me. And yeah. when you're in tune to that, I, I don't know what else you compare it to. I really don't.
1: Yeah. Well, and they're such incredible manifestors and they come into the dream state. And I, I that's my dream is to have them in my backyard. It's coming soon, I think. Uh, but yeah, I have to, you know, drive every single day, but it's still worth it. You know, I used to drive an hour, I drive 20 minutes now, but it's like you gotta get I gotta get that in because if i don't feel like myself or i don't feel great it is completely gone by the time i leave and sometimes it can only take 10 or 15 minutes um but i know now that that's my first place to go is outside in nature and to be with animals when i when i need that reset Um, And it's not that I'm dependent on them to clear me. It's just that it is one of the fastest ways. And I always watch to make sure the horses are clearing themselves if they do pick up stuff from us, because they can, they're empaths. And so it's, you know, they need to learn how to effectively clear themselves. So and that's an important piece to this too. But because their hearts are so big, their hearts know what to do. They know how to, to regulate that. And then they go into coherence. They want to live in coherence. They would not, they can't live in stress or they're colicking, right? So right. they have to go back to that space of coherence. Mm,
0: I'm, gl- I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. I have, I have a couple horses that were given to me because they were you know, problem horses or whatever. And it was really because they were, they had their, their traumas. They, they came with this baggage and, and it takes a while, but it's so beautiful to watch them release that stuff. Cause like you said, they don't, they want to live that way. It's us people that take them out of their natural states. So I'm glad you brought that up.
1: And you probably see that in your body work is that horses receive so quickly, don't they? I mean, they just open up to what we want to give to them, the contribution that we're making to them, and they receive. Most of the time, they don't block it. They're not like, oh, I don't deserve this healing right now.
0: Right, right.
1: Thank you so much, right? And we have a lot to learn about receiving from them.
0: Yeah, I love the energy work. I do a little bit of everything, the massage and the myofascial release and but the energy work is the most beautiful because they're so open to it. And what and what's really cool is you'd be working on one horse and there'll be like two or three others standing around and they're getting the releases from it, even though you're not working on them, because they're just so in tune to it and I don't work on people very often, but my experience with people is it's like, you're like, okay, tell me which spot is more sore. One, two, or three. And they're like, I don't know, do it again. So I use a little more pressure. One, two, or three. And they pause a second, you know, they have to think about it. And they're like, I don't know, do it again. Right. There's (laughs) people are not in tune with their bodies. And whereas the horse like you just, they'll just look at you when you, when you are thinking about the spot and they're like, that's it. And they, t- you know, it's, um, it's really fascinating to me. And I always thought it would be so much easier to work on people because people could be like, oh yeah, right there. That's the spot. And no, they're so shut down and so not in tune whereas yeah. horses are the complete opposite and we can learn from that. Although I've had horses that are shut down also, but they they come around so much quicker than a person, absolutely.
1: They do. They do. Yeah, their body awareness is so beautiful. I always ask people, can you feel as centered and grounded in your in your two feet as a horse would in their four feet? Right? And can you have that be a practice that you feel that grounded? because that's when we start to get grounded. That's when we really do know, oh yeah, I've got this part of my body that doesn't feel well. I was, I lived in my head for most of my life, especially in corporate America. And so being in my whole body was such a weird experience at first. Um, but now it's like, why wouldn't I be? And, and one of, um, we have a mini donkey that I work with, and he I call him the grounding doctor because mm-hmm. he just comes and he puts his rump right up to whatever part of your body needs grounding. And he's <laughs> constantly saying, get back on the earth. That's where you belong, right? We're not meant to be floating around. And I'm it. all for the spiritual practices that get us to float, but it also has to be paired with us being really grounded and in our body. So, Right.
0: right. Yeah, that polarity, right? Up and down. It has to be there. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, I I love chatting with like-minded, hearted, and spirited horsewomen. It's like my most favorite thing in the world to do. And I told you you weren't going to make it to your yoga class today. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. know.
1: It's but, all good.
0: <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for giving up yoga today to hang out with me and, and talk heart math and horses. I loved it. Is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know or share before
1: we wrap this up? Sure. So if people are curious about HeartMath and Horses, HeartMath itself is a great website. They have a lot of, they have certifications, they have um, a research project there with seniors that Ann Baldwin did in the horse world, Uh, so that's fun to see. And then we, my um, colleague is a certified HeartMath coach and we partner together to create HeartMathHorses.com So there's three free, about an hour long videos there where we did Zooms um, and we did heart math practices first and then we did horse heart practices and we really blended those together. So people can go and just watch those on that. If they want to put their email address in, they'll know about future events that we're doing where we're blending HeartMath and Horses together. I think this is going to be something that a lot of practitioners start to do more of, probably first for themselves. That's what I started. I wanted math for myself first, same with spiritual psychology. But then once we love our tools, we want to share them with the world, right? And we want others to have those that access. And so hopefully in the future, some in-person um, and and definitely more Zooms with the horses and the heart math. And um some of my favorite moments ever with the horses have been right after these heart math practices because they've just been, you'll see me on one of them. I'm just crying because this horse just puts his nose right next to mine and, and breathes for like 10 minutes and just blasts everyone on Zoom with so much love. A lot of people were crying. Um, so it's powerful stuff, it's really deep and it's really beautiful to watch. And uh so yeah, feel free or feel free to reach out to. Um, myself or Jen Dickens, who's on HeartMath Horses too, and and learn more about, you know, how you can blend these modalities. We'd love to help people do that in the world.
0: Awesome. And if they want to get a hold of you directly, do you want to
1: give your uh, your website and Facebook page? Sure. So consciousrockstar.com. I love it. Conscious of conscious rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> um that is my current site. It will be forwarding to Katie and Elegant in the future. Uh, and the equine rock stars is my Facebook group for like-minded and like-hearted horse people. And Kate and Elegant equine coach is the Instagram. So feel free to reach out in any of those ways and happy to chat more about this. Oh, there's so much interest now, which is great. I'm so glad that it's gonna grow from woo to mainstream and that's one of my goals is that people start to to really embrace it because it is honestly one of the fastest easiest ways to shift and I don't know life just feels so much better when we live from that heart space that's my opinion
0: oh that's beautiful I think that's a great place to end yes All right. Well, thank you so much. And until next time, listeners, enjoy your horse.